On this episode, I talk to how I'm going to structure this web and content series and my views on cross-industry collaboration. Hello, everyone. My name is Arvin, and this is episode 12 of Arv's Notes. Change the intro slightly. Um, haven't quite thought of a name for this series yet. Um, I think I like the idea of Arv's Notes as like this umbrella sort of series, but specifically about what I'm talking about today. Haven't quite thought of that yet, but give me a couple of episodes um, and I'll probably come up with something. If you've got a suggestion, put it in the comments below. Um, always happy to crowdsource. Uh, so last episode, I really got into you know grounding yourselves in your fundamentals. And the fundamentals being the fact that if you are a business today, you have to deliver for the end customer. Technology is an enabler. And so how can technology deliver better for your customer? Never start with the tech. Never start with the tech because it's just a tool. Um, and your customer and your product and your core competency were your fundamentals and to always start on that side of the equation. And then, okay, so I've got that grounding and I hope to make sure that we ground ourselves with that piece of knowledge throughout every single one of these episodes. And if I start deviating uh, from that, give me a virtual slap across the face um, because I probably deserve it if I'm going too much into the tech because it defeats the purpose of the message that I'm trying to get out there. Um, so then when I was coming into this episode, you know, my mind was darting across many different verticals, right? It's now starting time to start talking about technology's impact on business. So where should I start? Should I start on big data and analytics? Should I start on cloud computing and various SaaS products? Should I look at the emerging trends in the healthcare sector? Should I look at the emerging trends within education? Um, and a couple of things just weren't really fitting with me. You know, the audience, um, you guys are from varied industries. You know, um, I know in my network on LinkedIn, I've got uh, people from the education, from the healthcare, from government, from private enterprise, from retail, um, and everything in between. Um, and that's on purpose, right? Because I like getting unique perspectives. And when I start thinking about, should I go down and industry vertical, I was like, well, then someone's not going to get value from it. They're not going to be engaged with the content. And then I started thinking about, well, if I'm talking about just big data and analytics, you know, is someone uh, who's looking at, at um, a product or service within their company going to get a lot of value from this? And I was thinking, probably not. They're not going to be engaged. Uh, so I was rattling my brain as to, you know, how do I ensure that whatever content we're producing can bring value to the masses and not go too micro niche um, niche down so that as people start watching it, they're not getting value from it and they get disengaged. Uh, it took me about a day or so. I was really, really thinking through it. And then, then it dawned on me, right? I was doing exactly what I've told all of you guys to not do. And that was start with the technology. Um, you know, I was thinking about the technology rather than the business. And then I started thinking, well, what's one thing in common that every single one of you has? Regardless of whether you're back of house, front of house, um, and what I mean by that is, are you a back-end finance supply chain team or are you front of house team dealing with the end customer? And I was like, well, regardless whether you're back of house, front of house, you all have customers. Every single organization whether it's a government, whether it's a healthcare provider, whether it's a retailer, whether it's a professional services firm, you have an end customer. 
If you're a government, it's your citizens. If you're healthcare, it's your patients. If you're in education, it's your students. And if you're in a professional services, the end customer might actually just be a business. And we're talking B2B there. But at the end of the day, you have an end customer. And so when you start realizing the commonality between that, you start to think, okay, where, how do I frame these discussions in, in the right way that you know, everyone can get value from it? I was like, well, if we've, we've all got customers and we all operate within our own country side by side. And so instantly my mind said, well, that's a smart city. Oh, I should say that's a city. Um, and I, I think that just works f- for me moving forward is that, you know, we are all going to be components within a smart city. Um, and what better way to show the impact into an end customer in different environments than starting with that umbrella and then going into different verticals. Then the second piece, you know, this this idea of cross-sector, cross-industry pollination is something that really fascinates and intrigues me. You know, I think it's something that's completely underrated. I think it's something that we all lose sight of. Um, but I, what I hope can bring a lot of value to every single one of you uh, through this series moving forward. You know, we, and I'll talk firsthand, right? As an IT professional, an IT sales professional, I should say, I would say the majority of conferences that we were going to or that we immersed ourselves in were tech conferences, whether it be like a Cisco Live or a Telstra Vantage um, or a industry-specific technology one, whether it be a health technology expo or an education technology expo. But what I rarely saw, if any, was actually attending a conference on um, education methodologies and pedagogy or, you know, um, e-commerce retail uh, trends or whatever would be completely out of the box for an IT sales professional. And because of that, your perspective, your mind gets narrowed down to think purely about the tech and you don't broaden your knowledge, you don't broaden your understanding of all the other industries that form part of our society. And so you lack the broader perspective. And what I believe is um, a hindrance to a level of creativity in the way you go out to solve different challenges or problems, or even come up with brand new innovative solutions because of that cross sector sort of expertise. And so, you know, if you're in education, you ask yourself this, actually. So don't worry about education. But ask yourself this. Have you, in the last 12 months, gone and educated yourself, gone to a conference, you know, watched a webinar, gone on YouTube and just randomly searched about an industry that is completely different from your own? So if you're in education, have you gone to learn about the healthcare sector? If you're in healthcare, have you gone to learn about mass retail? If you're in mass retail, have you thought about uh, government services? And I'd probably say the answer is no for the vast majority. But in that uh, means that there's a lot of perspective loss as to what could happen. So in that, I think there's actually quite a bit that can be lost. You know, there are vast amounts of examples of where industries two very diverse industries have come together in order to create some incredible uh, outcomes. You know, the first one that kind of springs to mind for me is um, physics, because that's obviously my background, uh, and healthcare. 
and I hate biology. It was just a subject that I could just never do, and I hated it, but I can respect this partnership. The MRI was based off a principle called magnetic resonance, and it wasn't until a healthcare professional looked over the other side of the fence and said, wow, I reckon we could use that principle that you guys have just discovered um, to help us get better images of our patients that we're just not getting at a tissue level uh, uh, from whatever the uh, imaging uh, imaging technology at the time were. And I think it was just x-rays and maybe a CAT scan. But And so they came together, created what's now known as the MRI or a magnetic resonance image, imager, I guess, or image. Um, and today is an invaluable tool arming every single healthcare professional with insights and information about their patients that they didn't have previously. That's just one example. And I think, actually now thinking about it, I'm going to jot down on the whiteboard, but every episode or two, I'm probably going to go into um, various examples of where two industries have kind of come together to create something brand new. Um, One, to provide a different perspective for a lot of you as to how you can think about how technology outcomes in one sector could fundamentally change something in yours and how you can get creative about it. Um, And to start in your mind, break down these barriers, these silos between our industries so we can start to cross-pollinate some of these ideas a bit faster. Um, And so that's really it for this episode. I think the key takeaway message um, from this one here is we need to break down these silos between industries and we need to look at technology um, creating business impact from a raft of different industries because in those successes across the fence uh, from you could be the next big thing in your industry and you just don't know what that is until it actually happens. And so keeping that up in mind, I'm definitely going to try and deliver that for you in this series and that we're really going to ground this uh, moving forward on smart cities because I think that as we are all citizens of a smart city, whether you're an enterprise doing work in that city, whether you're a citizen consuming all of its services, um, shopping, retail, you know, we all occupy the city. Smart cities as an umbrella is going to be, I think, an incredible foundation for it. And so in the next episode, um, I'm going to go something that has been a real pet peeve of mine, and that is, what is a smart city? You will get a different answer depending on who you talk to, um, and it's always tilted towards what's in it for them. If you talk to a tech guy, it's about some awesome tech innovation that's going to automate and do some all this really, really cool stuff. If you're talking to a, uh, a government lobbyist or a policymaker, it's talking about Uh, a digital democracy and what that's going to do to um, better break down the divides between its citizens and its government. You know, each one has their own interpretation. I'm going to attempt to give, I think, the most agnostic view of what a smart city is, agnostic of technology or industry vertical, um, to really ground the conversation and what I think will lay the foundations for that. And so without talking too much into what I'm going to be talking to in the next episode, Um, I thank you so much again for continuing to support and watching this content and I can't wait to see you guys next time.